0: welcome back everybody this episode is going to be a little bit shorter but i'm going to be talking about three different movies first i'm going to be talking about jungle cruise from disney i'm also going to be talking about the green knight as well as the suicide squad so without further ado let's get into it it's 106 miles to chicago we got a full tank of gas half a pack of cigarettes it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses hit it 2021's Jungle Cruise. This film is currently available in theaters and on Disney Plus with their premium access tier. So, what can I say about this movie? It stars Dwayne Johnson as Frank and Emily Blunt as Lily. We also have Edgar Ramirez as Aguirre. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Jack Whitehall as McGregor Houghton and Jesse Plymouth as Prince Joachim, or Joachim. Um, it's directed by... Well, I may call it Sarah. hopefully I'm saying that right, probably not. Screenplay is by Michael Green, Glenn Ficarra, John Requa, John Norville, and yeah, screen stories by Josh Goldstein, Glenn Ficarra, hopefully I'm saying that right, and John Requa. So, this is basically an adaptation of a Disney Parks ride, kind of like... Pirates of the Caribbean was. I know there was a mission to Mars that was based off of a ride too, but that ride did not last very long in Disney. Uh, I've been on Jungle Cruise personally. I've also been on Pirates and uh, definitely prefer Pirates. It's, It's definitely a better ride, but Jungle Cruise has its own kind of charm to it. And if you've never been to Disney and you've never been on Jungle Cruise and you watch this film, basically... What the ride is, is, um, you know, the opening introduction of Dwayne Johnson's character. And that's pretty much what the ride is. Just kind of weird animatronics that don't really seem that real at all. Um, a lot of really bad puns. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it's a fun ride. It's not anything too crazy. But... It definitely has its charm. So, Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson were both really good in this movie. I also really liked Jack Whitehall as McGregor. thought he was pretty funny. He got a little annoying at some points, but overall I thought he was a pretty fun character. Jesse Plemons in this film as Prince Joaquin. I um, thought he was pretty funny. I do like that actor. I have I haven't seen him in a whole lot. I know I've seen him in The Irishman. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm trying to think if I've seen him in anything else. I don't think so. Oh, it looks like... Oh, yeah, he was in that episode of Black Mirror, too. Uh, you'll know what I'm talking about if you've seen that show. But, yeah. Pretty good actor there. And this takes place during World War One. Basically, the whole plot of it is that Lily is looking for this sacred tree or something like that and the petals have healing capabilities essentially so she's trying to find something to cure a bunch of illnesses and uh prince joaquin is after the same thing but just wants to use it for the german army essentially pretty simple plot but it has a lot of parallels to the mummy pirates of the caribbean especially and indiana jones definitely was reminded of all three of those franchises when i was watching this film heavily more on the side of pirates of the caribbean and uh indiana jones basically they're searching for you know this kind of mystical item in a sense that has magical capabilities You know, they're on water, there's kind of like undead pirate kind of things. It's a bit of a spoiler, but there's really not a whole lot to spoil here. And I'm not going to spoil the big twist, I guess you could say, of this film. But um, I had fun with this movie overall. I thought it was funny. I thought the CGI was done pretty well for the most part. Some of the animals did not look that great. Especially the, I want to say it's a jaguar, but I think it's a tiger. Uh, I can't fucking remember um, maybe it's a jaguar. The CGI and the animals was the part that took me out of it just a tad, but aside from that, all the other CGI and special effects looked really good. Um, I had a lot of fun watching this and would definitely watch it again. In fact, I'm going to probably watch it again because I'm going to take my younger sibling to go see it at some point. Definitely wouldn't pay 30 bucks to watch this on Disney+. Plus. But if you have a family of people, more than, like, three or four people, then it might be worth it. But uh, I I would say just, I don't know. If you're really that worried about COVID right now and everything that's going on you're not ready to go back to the movie theater, it really depends on, like, how many people you have to watch it. I personally would not spend $30 for this uh, to watch this on Disney Plus, even if I had, like, a group of people to watch it. I would just say go to the theater. But that's easy for me to say because I've been back to the theater since, like, I can't even remember now. Ever since they opened back up, probably in, like, I want to say May, but I feel like it might have been before that. But, yeah. I mean, I love going to the movies. I go, like, three times a week at least. And definitely had a lot of fun watching this. I watched Green Knight after I watched this. And different, way different movies there. But, again, I had fun with the movie. I, I don't think it's bad at all. Was, you know, there's people out there kind of ripping in a new one and comparing it to Pirates and all that. Which I completely understand. It's not a perfect movie by any means. But it's a fun one. And a lot of people are getting sick of The Rock at this point. I'm kind of on that bandwagon. But I really did enjoy him in this movie. Um, Yeah, I'd probably give this movie a 7 out of 10. Not perfect. Not terrible. I had fun with it. And would definitely recommend you guys go check it out. It's a really fun film really good actors in there, Emily Blunt is always amazing, she's great, and, uh, Jimmy, Jesse Plumman's performance is also really hilarious, I just love the concept of it, and, uh, while the plot isn't that crazy, the, uh, the little details in there are what really make this for me, especially with the, like, tribe they have in that, in this movie, um, there's definitely some funny scenes with them. And, uh yeah. And the villains in this movie I thought were really cool as well. Especially uh Aguirre. I believe he's a conquistador. And, yeah. The villains are really cool. Definitely along the lines of, like, the characters from the Black Pearl being undead uh, kind of characters. But that's the biggest spoiler I'll really give. Again, 7 out of 10 for this movie. I had a lot of fun with it. Again, not a perfect movie, but still a fun movie. And uh, really well acted as well. So, there's my review for 2021's Jungle Cruise. Let's move on to the next movie. 2021's The Green Knight. So, this film is based on the medieval story Sir Gawain and The Green Knight. Which I'm going to say Gawain, even though I think in the movie they say Gawain. Uh, I think they say it differently, or pronounce it differently in the movie versus the book. But uh, we have Day Patel in the title role as Gawain. Or I guess not title role, but in the starring role. Alicia Vikander as Essel. Joel Edgerton as the Lord. Sarita uh, Hurry. hopefully I'm saying that right, as uh, the Mother. Of one. Who else we got here? Looks like. A nice Rizzo. Hopefully I'm saying that right. As Helen. Uh, we also got Sean Harris as the king. Kate Dickey as the queen. And Ralph Einstein Or Innocent. I think it's Einsen As Green Knight. Uh, Barry Keog- Keoghan. Hopefully I'm saying that right. As uh, the scavenger. And Erin Kellyman as Winifred, which you might recognize her from The Falcon and the Winter Soldier as Carly. As well as *An Enfy's Nest and Solo A Star Wars Story. So yeah, uh, this film is written and directed by David Lowery. And like I said, it's based on that medieval story, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which I have not read. I have to say, a lot of people were giving this, like, raving reviews. A lot of people really loved this movie. And I guess I might be in the minority. However, in the theater, there was some dude snoring. So I was kind of at the same... Kind of in the same uh, area he was. I I wasn't sleeping, but I wish I was. Um, This movie has some serious pacing issues. I was bored pretty much from start to finish. It is a slow movie, and it's one of those movies that have, like, make you think and have a deeper meaning to stuff. But Jesus fucking Christ, it is such a dull movie. Like, on my way back home, that's the only word I could think of when it comes to this movie. It's just fucking dull. There's not a whole lot to it. I mean, beautiful cinematography and great. Uh, visual effects and CGI. It's a visually fantastic, just visually stunning film. Dave Patel was also really great in it, and the other uh, supporting actors as well. But Jesus fucking Christ. This movie is two hours and ten minutes long. I feel like they could have trimmed it down a little bit. And I have to be honest, I left maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes before it ended just because I was fucking over it. So I don't think that last 15 minutes would have turned it all around for me. Usually by, like, past two hours, it's like, okay, I, I get what this movie's trying to say, but I'm just not fucking with it. Like, I would n- probably never watch this movie again, and if I did, it would only to be, uh, it would only be to see how it ends. But uh it might disappoint some of you who have seen it and love it that I'm just completely shitting on this movie, but God fucking damn it, it was so fucking dull. I don't know, man. Like I was just bored from start to almost finish because I had to leave. Like I didn't have to leave, but I wanted to leave. It was getting late, I'd worked that day. And I had just watched Jungle Cruise, which is like two hours long by itself, uh, right before it, which was probably a mistake. Definitely very different kind of, kinds of movies, but at the same time, it was just so dull, and I feel like not a whole lot happened. Again, Dave Patel was amazing. I think he's a great actor haven't really seen him in a whole lot, but I will definitely be checking out some of his other work. Um, a lot of really great supporting cast. But there were a lot of moments in this movie where I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, maybe it's just me. I don't, I'm not a big fan of medieval kind of stuff. Um, I'm fine with Lord of the Rings. I was fine with Game of Thrones. But anything past that just fucking bores the hell out of me. Um, so that will probably be a big factor with this one. I don't think it's a bad movie because it's just not a movie for me. I personally would give this like a three out of 10 and that's me being nice. I was thinking two out of 10 when I came out of the theater. It has its moments and has redeeming qualities, at least for me. But also for me, I was just fucking bored by this movie. Uh, I didn't really understand a whole lot of what was going on. I really just wanted it to be over past like an hour and a half in. I was just so fucking over it to the point where I actually left. And uh yeah, the word of the day for this movie is just fucking dull. It's dull. It's, it's not really entertaining at all. The only entertaining aspects are... The visuals and the acting. But, you know, both of those things don't make a great movie. It's the plot. And I don't know if the book would be better for me. I don't understand a lot of the uh, kind of medieval lingo when it comes to how it's written and how it's said. You know, some things that people say in medieval times just don't make a whole lot of sense to me. But, yeah, 3 out of 10, I gotta say, I just really did not like this movie whatsoever. Um, at least I tried to watch it, and I watched a really good majority of it. Again, not sure if that last, like, 10-15 minutes would have changed anything for me. I really don't think so. But, it felt like it was all leading up to, and you know, I was just disappointed by, by, you know, what ended up happening it just kind of seemed like a slap in the face. Again, that probably could have, you know, come full circle in the end, but I wasn't sticking around to see how it ended and why it ended, and a lot of the uh, deeper aspects of it, I just didn't quite understand what they were trying to portray and what they were trying to say with the deeper meanings of stuff. So, yeah, 3 out of 10 thought this movie was really dull it's not for me but i'm sure there's an audience for it really don't know how this movie is going to do box office wise but the theater i went to was pretty full but yeah really dull for me i would not watch this movie again and if i did like i said it would just be to see how it ends and if i do end up watching it again at any point which will not be while it's in theaters because i don't want to sit through that entire movie again Just to see the last like 15 minutes of it. I'm going to wait until it comes out on like VOD or if it comes out on streaming or something like that. And just kind of watch the last bit that I missed. But again, I don't think that last 10-15 minutes would have changed much for me. I really just did not like this movie whatsoever. There's definitely an audience for it and that audience was not me. But I do try to keep up with the newest movies. So that's why I went and saw it. It did look in- interesting to me, but yeah, it just did not hold my attention very much. I was bored pretty much as soon as it started and to the point where I left. So yeah, I I really did not like this movie. So Sorry to disappoint anybody who loved it or was really looking forward to it. I would say if you were looking forward to it, still go see it because this is just my opinion. And like I said before, these movies really aren't for me. Not that big into medieval stuff. So, yeah. There's my review for The Green Knight from 2021. And let's go on to the next thing. Alright, 2021's The Suicide Squad. So this film is written and directed by James Gunn. It stars Daniella Milkier, hopefully I'm saying that right, as Ratcatcher 2. We also have David Desmaki, Des, yeah, Desmau- Malkian as a uh, polka dot man apparently I can't talk today Sylvester Stallone as King Shark we also have Idris Elba as Bloodsport John Cena as Peacemaker Joel Kinneman as Colonel Rick Flag margo Robbie coming in as Harley Quinn Fiola Davis as Amanda Waller uh Michael Rooker as Savant Nathan Fillion as TDK Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang Flu borg as Javelin uh Mailing Ning hopefully I'm saying that right as Mongal Pete Davidson as Blackguard, Sean Gunn as Weasel slash Calendar Man. We also have uh, Diary Say Storm Reed as Tyla. I don't think I did. Uh, Alice Braga as Solseria. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, Peter Cabaldi as Thinker. Juan Diego Boto as Boto? Yeah, maybe. As Presidente General Silvio Luna. And uh, that's pretty much the main cast there essentially in this film it, it starts off like the 2016 suicide squad kind of in, introducing you to the characters um and you know setting up what the suicide squad is this is kind of a soft reboot in a way and uh it just establishes what task force s <laughs> task force x is and uh what the whole deal with that is basically they're villains that are sent on missions they get a detonator implanted in the base of their skull so if they go out of line they just fucking die apparently well not apparently obviously um so yeah that's essentially the deal here um you do have returning characters like rick flag uh harley quinn and uh captain boomerang as well as uh amanda waller other than that there isn't Another character in here that we had in the first Suicide Squad. For me, the standouts were definitely King Shark, Polka Dot Man, Ratcatcher 2, and uh, Bloodsport. I also really liked Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn in this movie. Gave them a little bit different things to do. Definitely an improvement upon... A huge improvement upon the 2016 Suicide Squad. And definitely an improvement with Rick Flagg's character... Didn't like him as much in Suicide Squad, but loved him in this movie. I also really really loved Harley Quinn. Gave her a lot of different things to do in this film, I feel like. Um, Different side of Harley Quinn that we don't really get to see. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. The violence is amazing. The comedy is amazing. The heartfelt moments are truly heartfelt, and they don't, you know kind of ruin the moments by inserting comedy into it um they let their characters have their dramatic moments and i really enjoy that because a lot of times with these comedy movies especially action comedy they try to have a serious moment and then it's just like you know right after they have that serious moment they they joke about it and kind of sours the taste a little bit there but um Definitely some emotional aspects with Bloodsport and Ratcatcher 2. Ratcatcher 2 is definitely my favorite character of this movie, which I wasn't expecting much, if anything, from her character at all, and ended up being my favorite character. Um, Bloodsport was probably a close second for me, and then following that, King Shark, then Polka Dot Man. I don't know, it's hard because I really loved a lot of them. But the thing with this and, and a lot of the marketing was don't get too attached to any of these characters. And boy, oh boy, is that fucking true. Um, not going to say anything right off the bat. I'm going to get into some spoiler stuff in a little bit here. But this is just my non-spoiler right off the bat. Um, I would definitely give this movie a 9.5 out of 10. It's my favorite movie that I've watched this year so far. In the Heights being a very close second. Um black widow was fine but this movie definitely craved my or <laughs> craved this satisfied my craving for a good action-packed funny superhero movie i enjoyed the fuck out of this movie i've already seen it three times i watched it twice in theaters and once once on hbo max um i highly recommend you guys check it out it's it it reminds me a bit of deadpool in the sense that it's just fucked up and hilarious. But it it has more layers than Deadpool for me, at least. It's it's less... It, it, it's, I mean, it has dick jokes and shit jokes and fucking, you know, violent humor and just a lot of shit like that. A lot of Deadpool kind of shit. But it has more heartfelt moments than Deadpool, at least I feel like. Um, again, definitely recommend you guys check this out. I wouldn't say it's that important to watch the 2016 Suicide Squad in preparation for this. It is... Kind of a soft reboot. It slightly acknowledges the first one, but not by much. Um, But yeah, you could go into this not having watched the 2016 Suicide Squad, and I think you'd be fine. Um, Yeah, so there's my non-spoiler review right off the bat. Now let's get into some spoiler territory. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers about the Suicide Squad, you have been warned. I'm going to get into it now. Starting off with the character deaths. So a lot of the characters died pretty much immediately. Um like Savant, uh, you know, TDK, Captain Boomerang, Javelin, Mongal, Blackguard, uh, Weasel, kind of. As well as is there somebody I'm missing here that died right off the bat? I don't think so. Um so yeah, they all pretty much perished immediately. And I fucking loved that. I thought it was brutal. And, you know, I I had a feeling a lot of those characters would die. Captain Boomerang, not as much. I didn't expect that fully. But, you know, he's kind of one of those C-tier characters for me. I liked him in the first Suicide Squad. But here, like, he obviously doesn't get a whole lot to do because he dies immediately. Uh, Pete Davidson, I had a pretty good feeling he was going to die. Weasel, I thought we would get more from. And technically, he didn't die, but you know, that isn't revealed until the post-credit scene. And then we have the after-credit scene of uh, Peacemaker finding out that he didn't actually die. So that's going to lead into the Peacemaker show that he's going to get on HBO Max, which I'm very excited to see. And I'm very curious what what kind of storyline they're going to go with there. Um, just a lot of brutal deaths right off the bat. Amanda Waller really pissed me off in this movie. She is just such a bitch, I swear. And and she's supposed to be, you know? And then Peacemaker really pissed me off too because, like, when he betrayed them, I thought he was the biggest douchebag ever and was so fucking pissed at him for killing Rick Flagg. That was the point I actually gave a shit about Rick Flagg. I'm like, holy fuck, I actually really like Rick Flagg, and I'm sad that he's gone now. Um, Bloodsport was fucking awesome, though. Starro was a really interesting villain, um, it, it was wacky, and it fit with the rest of the film, and the overall vibe of the movie, definitely gave me some, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World vibes, with, uh, certain, you know, text that pops up here and there, I really love Scott Pilgrim, so, that's a compliment for sure, um, So it seems like Weasel is going to be a character going forward. Also, TDK might be a character going forward that might still be alive. Um, If you guys don't know, TDK stands for the Detachable Kid in the comics. He also goes by Arm Fall Off Boy. I was really happy to see him in here. And a lot of people are probably really confused by it. But the fact that I knew what it was, just like, it it made me laugh. Um, (laughs) Margot Robbie's whole, you know... One day romance. I, I kind of. That's the part of the movie. that I didn't, I didn't care for too much. You know. That's where I felt it kind of slowing down. And not really going in a direction. I gave a shit about. But overall. You know. That didn't last too long. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. If there's anything like super huge. That I want to talk about. I already kind of said everything. But. Again, really love Ratcatcher two. Had the cameo from uh, Taika Waititi as the first Ratcatcher, and uh, was really surprised to see him there. I was like, I thought he was gonna be in this movie, but I can't, I can't fully remember. And then he was like, he showed up, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, overall, just the emotional aspects of this movie, like Ratcatcher two, having lost her father, um, and her character is just so adorable. Her and King Shark just. So many cute moments there. And with the uh, Sebastian the rat, he was really cute too. And then Bloodsport having that emotional... You know, he has to make sure that his daughter doesn't end up in prison. And fighting for her, essentially. Um, Polka Dot Man seeing his mom everywhere was fucking hilarious. Especially when Starro became <laughs> the fucking... Uh, his mom, like, gigantic mom. Uh, another funny point, obviously, in the in the nightclub that they were in, him dancing with a bunch of moms. The funniest one by far, though, was seeing the rest of the squad as his mom. And uh, after watching the New Rockstars breakdown, apparently Sebastian the Rat was uh, looked like his mom as well, which is such a funny detail, and I'm so glad that that's in there. Didn't catch it any of the times I watched it, but leave it to New Rockstars to find everything. They're fucking hilarious and just very thorough um so props to them for sure uh trying to think if there's anything else i want to say the thinker was fine i like peter capaldi and i like the character of the thinker but they didn't really give him a whole lot to do in this movie and i'm not that disappointed by it to be honest he kind of felt a little shoehorned in there um but overall it made sense why he was there and uh yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything I really hated about this movie. Really nothing I hated about it. Um, Like I said, some of the pacing was a little bit off for me, but that's a slight issue and and doesn't really bother me at all. Um, Again, would definitely give this movie a 9.5 out of 10. I really hope that James Gunn comes back and makes another one, because if this is the direction that the DCEU is going to go in, And have these kinds of movies. I'm all for it. This is a really good step. In the right direction. For this uh, this studio. And this franchise. And I really hope to see more improvement. Over the next however many movies. They have planned. I'm really excited to see the Batman. With Robert Pattinson. Um, But yeah. Back to Suicide Squad. I just had so much fun with this movie. And. Being in a theater full of people, it was very, a very fun experience to see how the people around me reacted, especially the second time around. That's mainly why I went to go see it the second time in the theater, just because I wanted to hear the audience enjoy it and me already knowing what's going to happen, just see how they react to it. Um, and then I watched it once on HBO Max, which... Was not as good as seeing it in the theater. I saw it in IMAX twice. And would highly recommend you at least see it on the big screen. If not IMAX. IMAX is such a good way to watch this movie. But yeah. If you're looking for any breakdowns for this movie. Definitely go to New Rockstars. They have a fan-fucking-tastic video breaking down the movie. They are always so in-depth with their breakdowns. And uh, couldn't recommend them enough. Honestly. So go... uh Go check out Eric Voss over on New Rockstars. With that, this was my final review for the episode. Like I said, a smaller episode this week. I was going to review Stillwater in nine days, but I'm going to probably save that for next week or something like that. I know that uh, Free Guy's coming out, so I'm definitely going to be watching that, as well as Respect, uh, the Aretha Franklin movie with uh, Jennifer Hudson, and then Don't Breathe 2 is coming out probably gonna end up watching the first don't breathe to review it for the podcast i have seen it before spoiler alert i didn't really like it the first time i saw it but maybe i'll like it better this time around we shall see but yeah this is the end of the episode hope you guys enjoyed all the reviews i had for today and uh yeah i'm on facebook and instagram at pop culture podcast hit me up there like so, uh, follow do all that shit and i will be back in the next episode thank you guys for listening <laughs>